Welcome to the Backseat Fantasy Podcast, featuring your host, Mario. You know, as I sit here looking at my championship belts, I can't help but feel that I'm overqualified for this. Senior stat. Mr. D's. You have the worst trade proposals I have ever seen. The world's worst psychic, Castro. Fonz is our next champion. And last and probably least, Big, big, big Willie. You know who the f- Shit bowl is? It's me. It's time for another episode of Nonsense from the least qualified fantasy analysts in the business. So buckle up and enjoy the view from behind as the guys take you on the backseat ride of your life. Welcome back, week two in the books, uh, here to recap all the action that wrapped up late last night, uh, is the usual crew. You know what Fonz pointed out? I don't introduce myself. So Mario here. Nobody cares. Back with us. (laughs) The more important Jose, thankfully, has returned. (laughs) Oh yeah. Uh, after a, a couple episode break, Jose, welcome back. Thank you, thank you. Happy to be here. Uh, sad we lost you for the last last couple episodes, but I think you gave him a listen and saw that um, you didn't miss much, and you missed really long, really long conversations about nonsense. But moving on, uh, what do I usually do? Oh, yeah, other guy. Other Jose <laughs> Castro. What's up? What's up, everyone? Whatever. All right, class. <laughs> and uh, not least, don't introduce yourself as daddy. <laughs> William. What up, y'all? He nice doesn't know back. his own name. <laughs> I don't even know what to say anymore. I just don't want to be uh, anything embarrassing. <laughs> I just so don't want to be daddy it anymore. You, yeah, it took you 29 episodes to figure that out. I'm always don't say anything embarrassing. I'm always your daddy, dude. <laughs> You see, like I'm, I think about it at first, and then Castro brings it out of me. So, I bring out what? All right, shut up. Moving on, Mario. All right. Uh, real quick, I want to do a PSA for anyone who might have listened to the last episode. So, because of busy schedules and time constraints, um, I was in charge of editing the episode. We recorded super late Friday. My Saturday was booked end to end. And then Sunday was game day and we had people over and it was already old news. We were predicting Sunday and Sunday had come and gone. So I just said, F it. I put all the tracks, made sure they started at the same time. I made sure it ended when we said goodbye. And that was all I looked at. I still haven't heard the full episode. Uh, from what I understand, it was a little noticeably sloppy. Uh, at least a couple times I said I would cut things out, which I obviously did not. Um, I was told there's uh, there's some breathing and some clicking and some touching, but you know what? In some a way, touching. I'm sort of glad. I'm sort of glad. Some rubbing. Your brother was rubbing his uh, his, his mouse. Oh. <laughs> his, his wiener. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he gets his predictions. <laughs> uh, I'm sort of glad people got to. I mean, it was time sensitive. Like we had to get. I just we had to get it out. Otherwise, it wasn't going to come out. So, uh, sort of sorry, sort of not. But because now people get to see when we say we have to edit, like it's not it's not for nothing. If you hear when you when you don't hear all that stuff, that's that's what actually goes into it. So uh, maybe a little more appreciation 
for that. Uh, Jose, I think you listened to the episode pretty quickly and uh, you filled me in on uh, on some of the mishaps and I just, you know, walked around face palming the rest of the day. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it was sloppy or anything, but I mean, like you said, I think there were there were a few lines. You know, where it was like, "Hell, we're gonna we're gonna cut that, and we're gonna cut that." And I was like nodding my head, like, "Yeah, we'll cut that." And like, "Wait, no, no, this is this is the actual episode." <laughs> this um, is it. And and then I, yeah, and then I think I told you I, there was a there was a lot of breathing, and I think that was that was just from one source. <laughs> but um, but yeah, other than that, it was, it was fine. Uh, Heard a couple good. kids that's in good. the back. I was actually gonna cut the entire. Yeah, no, at one point I could hear Michelle yelling something at Fonz. I think that was the I heard that. you're referring to. <laughs> I heard that. Uh, I was going to cut the entire, like, Fonz, gay bar, lover story out of the thing. I was like, this is just unnecessary. It, it, it was. It made it. Made the, made the final cut. <laughs> and Fonz trying to watch American Pie 2 in the middle of the thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah. No yeah, American so Pie 2 everyone... happening today. It's... Nah, who cares? No one cares. Oh, okay. Your brother's not here. Yeah, okay. No one, no one's trying to watch it. Um, but yeah, just so everyone knows what happened there, we'll try and keep that to a minimum. But again, maybe, uh, maybe we have a little more appreciation for when we don't hear those things now. Uh, with that out of the way, I don't have much non-football stuff, um, but we do have another. Mail package that arrived from the genie, Maddie Genie. Uh, didn't come to me. Castro <laughs> shared a photo with us earlier. What's what's this? What you got? I got ring pops. And another note. Suck it, William. I mean, dude, I would send <laughs> the dumb child who gets nothing <laughs> and wants it all uh, something too. So I get it, dude. <laughs> anyways yeah maddie g thank you so much again he sent also another note i'm gonna read it real quick castro the ring pops is to show the fellas you got more rings than they could ever imagine you're coming <laughs> for them i appreciate the pod you fellas remind me of my friends except we're nerds in our own way enjoy from maddie the genie garcia thank you so much did you sign it you did, did not. he sign a genie no i just added oh. that but <laughs> that would have been great next time Oh, when you Maddie your G, wish. all you're doing <laughs> is enabling his fantasy island behavior right now. That's all you're doing. Fantasy island? Oh With those God. little real rings? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to suck them all away. You're going to be done by the end of the year. <laughs> fantasy island, dog. And if you don't, those things will be dirty as shit by the time the year's over. I'm going to save them for the, when I win the championship this year, I'm just going to wear all of them. I, I <laughs> you're gonna do you're gonna do the uh, infinity gauntlet colors yeah <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing i, I just and i find it so um, william i find it so hilarious that like he like he sent you the water the liquid death right and then he's listened to this podcast a number of times and so he recognized like oh castro must not win much let me let me go above and beyond and try to send him what he can never have <laughs> um and send you ring pops so I, I thought that was really hilarious i still love you Maddie G. But fuck Castro. He don't love you. He don't it's like it's, you, William. It's all right. And me, desperate for William hardly wins anything. <laughs> okay. It does. I get the gesture, but it does feel a bit like when a kid wants something that the parents have, so they get him like a pretend car, and they're like, "Oh, here you go. Here's your here's your thing. You can you can pretend like you're driving, <laughs> since you're the only one on here without a ring officially." It, yeah, you and, want us to show us our rings? And then, and then the other parent, yeah, you're the, the, 
the spouse looks at him and is like, oh, is that a real car? And then you look and you're like, no, it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but he doesn't know. He doesn't He'll know. be fine with this. <laughs> just let him dream. Mario, Mario. Mario. But just like me not having a ring, being the only one, you're the only one here without a win this season, so take for At least he has a ring. Yeah, he's going to be like you. Look at you. Five years later. (laughs) Facts, dog. Facts. Uh, I sold my soul in 2020 for that ring. (laughs) I paid the William price. Uh, well, we'll get we'll get to matchups here shortly. That uh, that that was a sweet note though from uh, Maddie G. You saw a picture of it earlier, and uh, yeah, I mean it's it's kind of surprising to me. We mostly do this for us, and when I found out other people that weren't in our league started listening, I'm like, I maybe they just like hearing us talk about this or that for 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 maybe their own reasons. But uh, for somebody that 75 percent of us have have never met, to, for him to have uh, sort of ingrained a footprint in this whole thing is uh, is is pretty cool. It's not, it's not a side effect that would have expected or an outcome from any of this when we started. So uh, we may only have one pure like fan who <laughs> sends us fan mail, but uh, but it is it is pretty cool. I will say he did he did call us out on uh, on the the frequency of our podcast. He he told me today he's like, hey, I thought I heard uh, a three X week schedule. He's like, did I hear wrong? What, what's oh. happening? <laughs> And I'm like, no, I was like, we're just having you know, issues aligning our schedules. So right now we're, we're sticking with two. And then if we can you know, ramp up, we'll, we'll go back to three. But uh, he did call us out uh, on that. So, Damn. All I was, right. hoping, Account- I was hoping everyone forgot. Accountability. Love it. Who, who said three a week? Originally I did because that's what we did. We would do a recap. Then we'd do like a random Wednesday where we just talked about like waivers and whatever football news was coming out. And then we did a um, – like a preview like we did before. Yeah. I don't know how we squeezed all those in. We did because we didn't start to like week 11 or week 12. Um, but we did. We did it. Wow. So we have it. Yeah, we have people to be accountable to now. So well, thank, keep that in mind. Thank you, Maddie G, for the ring pops. I appreciate them. Also, too, my roommate, like I left him on the counter with a note there, too. My roommate knocks on my door again. He's like, did you get more fan mail? And I, <laughs> he's like, how big is your podcast? And I'm like, no, dude. Relax. Don't tell him that. Oh, to with it. Like, oh, I dude, want you to big. get letters like of women in lingerie. And just be like, oh, no, that's just, that's just another fan. Uh, all right. Well, let's get to recapping these matchups. I figure we'll just go in the same order that we, that we went when we were going to preview them all. And, Jose, that means we start with you and your matchup against Michelle. Michelle kept it competitive for uh, longer than than I expected, and for a while, y'all's projection was was really close until uh, the second half of the Titans game happened, and uh, Derrick Henry had a Derrick Henry like game. My goodness, you, uh, yeah, he did. What were you What were you <laughs> feeling watching that? Uh, I was actually so like. The first half of the Titans game, Derrick Henry didn't have much uh, much of a game. And so I was like, dude, I'm tired. I'm going to take a nap. Like, I wasn't I, – I saw the projection was was really close, but I but I wasn't concerned with how Ooh. I thought my, my team was going to end up doing at the end of the day. So I was like, oh, like, <laughs> someone, Michelle, someone, right? like if it's either, like, Derrick Henry's second half or Devontae Adams, like, someone will step up. They'll help me. Um, so I woke up <laughs> to Derrick Henry's explosion – um, and I was just, I don't know, I was woke up in such a good mood, but yeah, no, I, I mean, the first half of Sunday, I was 
was I was I was I was concerned because she yeah she was absolutely you know keeping pace with with what I, what I was doing um so it was uh yeah second half of the day you though, just said you were not concerned I was just gonna call him out like you weren't you said I wasn't concerned and we all know what you really want to say it's because <laughs> Michelle's on the other side so no how bad I, could it be right <laughs> I I wasn't concerned with the second half of how I thought the second half of that game for Derrick Henry was gonna go and if it wasn't gonna be him I was so sure Devonte Adams would explode so I was like one of them like Derrick Henry's second half or Devontae Adams game on Monday night, like, that's going to help me. But, like, seeing the projection the first half of Sunday, yeah, no, that was absolutely concerning because I wasn't expecting that fight. But she put it up. You don't so. have to convince I, me, dude. Convince yourself. <laughs> I, uh, just because uh, I didn't say it up front, uh, even though the projection was close a big chunk of the day, uh, Jose, you ended up pulling away and winning pretty sizably, 132.4 to 98. Oh, two. Not a bad game from Michelle, especially considering Trevor Lawrence gave her 6.8, a really bad day. And then Kyler, God, uh, Kyler just, he's on fire. He might, he might be number one QB by the time the year's over if he keeps his pace up because he finished with 33. So, yeah. And can actually, can we, can we pause right there? Uh, Castro, I'm sorry. My, my contacts are, are messing with me. Can you, can you read me that comparison between Kyler and Trevor Lawrence? Because I thought, I thought I heard you say that Trevor Lawrence would outscore <laughs> Kyler Murray this week. A lot of other shit you said that I I will bring up later, but that was the biggest one. I, I I'll bring I, I'll I was, bring one up in a minute too. Bring this up, William. <laughs> Castro also said in quotations that Mr. D's was going to have a slump week. Did I say that slump? Yeah, oh, oh yeah, you said <laughs> it. Say. Say. Oh, I wish I, I took also, this off to play it back. I also said because of. Uh, Jarek Brickisic putting up 15 points was a bad omen. I just didn't uh, know for who. I, <laughs> <laughs> Jose, how'd you feel about JD McKissick and his and his 15 points after pissed. zero last week? So pissed. <laughs> I and that's that's the only reason. Like I I would not have thought he would have put up that um, the performance on Thursday night. Uh, and that's the only reason I picked up Peyton Barber, just because I didn't want Michelle to pick him up and, and start him and he'd do something uh, in that game mm-hmm. for the Raiders. So that's the only reason I picked him up, because I was like, this is I'm not going to let another backup running back outscore the projection and <laughs> yeah. make it a close one. So I was pissed. It it was close for a stretch. Um, we'll get into the, the other predictions we have. But yeah, Derek Henry, we didn't, I didn't actually say the numbers. 35 carries, 182 yards, three touchdowns, and then he caught six balls. He He's more involved in the passing game than he's ever been, and I know they have a new offensive coordinator, so I don't think that's an accident. And he caught six balls on six targets, so if he adds that to his game, like this, I don't know. He probably can't carry the ball 35 times a game for 17 games, but uh, no. uh, you know, everyone keeps waiting for him to fall off, all the stats after 2,000-yard rushers and all that stuff. But uh, I listen to... Bill Burr trying to predict one of these Titans games in week one, and he couldn't remember his name, but he's like, that. the Titans have that that human ball of hate in the backfield, whoever that guy is. It's a pretty good description. Human ball of hate. Love it. No, I uh, uh, so, I love it. And I don't, I, I think 35 carries is is a career best for Derrick Henry, and I, I don't know what, like, the records, NFL records look like, but I want, like, maybe it's not up there, but, I mean, I think it's in consideration, like, top, 15 whatever but like i i've i've i haven't seen 35 carries in a, for a running back in some time or maybe just i don't look in anywhere but my team but 
That was impressive. Yeah, and I have a question, Dees, for you. 35 oh. carries is a lot. He's getting a lot of usage. When do you think the tires fall off for Derrick Henry? I have an answer for you. I will not broadcast my answer because I think that plays into <laughs> my, my strategy. Um, but it's not this season. Um, I don't know. A lot of y'all told me, like, it, it, that's, that's the thing. Like, with fantasy football, football is like, Everyone tells you, like, oh, this is the age running backs start falling off. So once one person hears that, it's just a domino effect. Then everyone starts, like, crowding around that idea. And now Derrick Henry becomes untradeable in our league because everyone heard that at 29 years old, hmm. you're dead. Or this is your last year, right? So uh, I'm rolling with this. Uh, I love Derrick Henry. He's a beast. Um, I, I, like I said, I have an answer for you, but I, I, I refuse to say what my real opinion is because uh, I don't want to hurt my strategy down the line. But King. <laughs> fair enough fair Andy. enough uh yeah i guess we'll know as soon as he ends up on the trade block that'll be our answer because <laughs> he's losing faith on him um uh for michelle a large part of the reason she stayed relevant cooper cup uh my goodness 27.8 on the day nine catches 163 yards and two touchdowns and um I'll just point out that he is white. <laughs> He's a white receiver. <laughs> I was going to say Adam Thielen Jr., but you went the whole other route, dude. So. Uh, actually, I just noticed that he's side-by-side side with Thielen here. Thielen, who, of course, scored. <laughs> you, you put him right directly in line. I, I respect it. I did the same with Jacob week one. <laughs> Fight white with white. No, I didn't. Uh, no, that's not what I did. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, of course, Thielen, only 39 yards, but he, of course, got a touchdown like he always does. Um, Cup was the big performer for Michelle. Cortland Sutton, got the new number one with um, uh, Jerry Judy, Jerry Judy going down. So nine catches for 159, good sign for her. Jarvis Landry got hurt pretty much immediately in that game, just a tough break for her. But thanks to Derrick Henry's 41, you broke away and Michelle kind of plays it the way I do, which is like, she just doesn't want to live with regret. I don't want to know that if I just would have done this one thing, I would have won. So uh, she was happy that the lead just kind of, kind of kept going and going. So it didn't just come down to one player. Uh, Kyle Pitts, though, second game of his career, five catches, 73, training the right direction. That's I didn't check the ranks, but that's pretty good for most tight ends uh, who don't score a touchdown to get seven. And the biggest one that she was upset about and kind of made sense in hindsight, she started the Steelers, who looked good last week, but over the Patriots, who were going up against <laughs> rookie Zach Wilson, and they made a fool of him. Four interceptions, four sacks, only six points allowed. Uh, they were 14 points over what the Steelers earned for her. But uh, again, it, it didn't fully matter. Uh, just to touch on the predictions that we had uh on here yes i said start chase claypool over julio jones i was the only one to go out <laughs> on that island i think the process was correct he did get nine targets but ben is so damn old that he only completed three out of those nine uh for 70 yards and then he ran the ball backwards for three yards so he didn't even get seven points he had 6.7 and i was like all right he played early Maybe Julio Jones will have another shit game, but I swear to God, it's like Ryan Tannehill was also in on this bet because he just went directly for Julio in the first quarter, and by the time the first quarter was done, he had already outscored um, 
uh, Chase Claypool. And, but luckily for me, a touchdown got called back, so he didn't crush him. Uh, Claypool had 6.7. Julio had 12.8, a uh, difference of six and change. And I was just crossing my fingers that's that was not what she lost by as the day went on. Uh, <laughs> I would have definitely felt responsible. Uh, going to the other side, I think we'll all remember that I said Adam Thielen should come out of the lineup in place of Debo Samuel. So I gave myself grief for getting it wrong. Adam Thielen, 9.9. Debo Samuel, 10.1. Suck on that. Difference of (laughs) 0.2. I was correct. All three of you are wrong. Bust me (laughs) well. Bust me well. Anyways. so this was the big one, actually. Uh, Saquon, Jose, you obviously made that sit choice before you heard what we had to say about it. Um, I was watching it nervous for you that Thursday night uh, as he started to break off some some pretty good-looking runs, and as they got close, I was like, oh, shit, this this might actually go pretty south. Uh, what would you think about what you saw? Yeah, um, the same. I, I knew I was going to bench him. I think I, like, I kept battling with, with myself. I was like, you can't sit Saquon. You can't sit him. And then I was like, well, like, look at the defense he's playing. Look at, you know, he's coming off an injury. Uh, it's a short week for him. He's not getting a lot of time to recover. So in the back of my head, it was like, I was always telling myself, you're going to sit him. But um, I just wanted to see him in the lineup. So I think a couple hours before the game, kept switching in and out, in and out. Um, obviously ended up on my bench. Um, yeah, um, he had that 40 yard or 30 yard run or whatever. And then I was like, Oh shit. Like, if I, like I was happy, like, Oh, like here, there he is. And I'm like, no, he's on my bench. Right. Um, I think there was a couple opportunities for him to score and he didn't. Um, I, I probably would have been pissed had he did, had he scored a touchdown. Cause I started miles Gaskin in his place and he didn't do anything for me really. So, um, but in the, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it didn't really, you know, matter. Um, cause of the point difference in between me and Michelle. Um, but I like what I saw. Um, I'm really excited for, for next week when he plays Atlanta um, I think that's when we'll see Saquon be Saquon again, um, and all the concerns, all the worries, hushed to the side, and everyone will forget the these for bad first two games he's had. So that's my take. Yeah, I think we sort of talked about the same thing that um, he didn't get hurt, he looked good, but he didn't explode in points. So it's kind of the, the best case scenario you could have hoped for out of that game. Uh, well, you leave week two at one and one, bouncing back from. Uh, the matchup with Miller in week one, and you move on to face Warwick, who is 2-0. and Giant killer. Three. The giant killer. He changed his name. He's Team Explorick, so until he changes his name back, I, I don't think he has his powers. <laughs> I just have to say um, um, I respect Michelle for still trying. Oh, you know, sure. It must be tough. Well, you know, because like, we've been there before, right, where it's like, you know... Like, especially in the shit that, I mean, that happened in the draft, right? Like, Michelle has, like, three, four quarterbacks. We've been like, there. This, this guy, um, we've been there. He starts 2-0 and after five years. Now he's talking, he's talking to the top of the ladder. Oh, so, man. Listen. You know, we've been there. Listen. Trying to be humble, all right? I just want to say, Michelle. No, just trying to be humble because she's been oh, so great. Shut up. Michelle, I just want to say I respect it because it might be tough. To play and put in, like, set your roster lineup, even though you know that you might not have a chance to win. Are you are you aware that she outscored you this week? Um, (laughs) that's okay. Did she beat me? 
Well, because you didn't play. You played the softest team of the week. <laughs> Did I set up the schedule? <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to go for you, points, Liam. All right, you're just like your brother. Oh, I, I feel so bad for the low teams, even though I'm in eighth place. No, so no, no. I feel bad work. for the low teams. <laughs> I feel bad. I didn't say I feel bad for Michelle either. I just said I respect that she's still setting her lineup and not giving up. Uh, no, Ty Tyson Williams, the eighty whatever dollar man. Uh, he's actually he's actually looked pretty good. He's he's going to be usable for her until he gets hurt. Piece, but why? Why do you say this? Maybe we have three. Bad uh, juju. No, dude. Okay, mm. never mind. Go ahead, continue. All right, moving on. Next <laughs> matchup that we talked about in order: Miller v. Isaac, Battle of Whew. the Witches. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> the two biggest superstitious and like weird, you know, spirit power uh, controlling players in our uh, lineup. Uh, Isaac did get the last laugh, winning ninety six to ninety. He was down by about seven points and change heading into the last game. He had T.J. Hawkinson coming up, and he put it to bed pretty quickly. Like by the second quarter, I think Hawkinson had scored a touchdown and given. Uh, Given Isaac the lead officially, and and it and it was over. These two were sending each other messages in the public thread of just. I mean, did was it Miller? They put up like a, a Harry Potter graphic <laughs> of like yeah. Voldemort. And it was Harry Isaac. Potter, like yeah. a stalemate. It was Isaac. Yeah. They kept like sending messages to each other. Hey, good game. Oh, I guess none of our mm-hmm. players are going to score touchdowns. Hey, good good win. And I was just like, yeah. you guys stop. Like, keep it in your DMs. Damn. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> It only works if there's witnesses to it. So we were yeah. all a party to that. And then, like, Dragon Ball Z references that I didn't understand started Spirit coming in. <laughs> he used it too soon. <laughs> yeah, Isaac, I hope this week two win was worth it. <laughs> too soon, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, looking at their lineups, off day for Josh Allen, 16 points. Jalen Hurts actually looked like ass, but... He ran for 82 yards and ran a touchdown in, and that was 14 of his 21 points. So, again, if you can run at the QB position, uh, you're going to have value. You know what? A funny stat I heard today, you know how good Tom Brady's been, obviously, I think nine touchdowns through through two games. He's still the QB four, I believe, right now, behind three rushing quarterbacks. I know Kyler's one of them. And apparently he's only six points ahead of Daniel Jones and one other guy. And Daniel Jones has two passing touchdowns on the year. And the difference is that they run. So uh, Jalen Hurts, if he just keeps running, he's going to give uh, Isaac a nice little floor there. Uh, and the big one, the rematch, I'm oh, sorry, the revenge game, Christian McCaffrey's first game uh, against Miller since being traded off his team. And for a while, it looked like he was not going to get in the end zone. Did you guys watch this? That yes. he had, I swear, he had like four or five carries go down to the one and just could not punch it in. It was very shocking. Uh, that was part of what Isaac was uh, bitching about. He goes, oh, I guess McCaffrey forgot how to score. And then sure enough, as soon as he says that, he does finally get in the end zone, finishes uh, with 19 points for Isaac. Uh, your boy, Austin Eckler, only nine carries for 54 yards. And after having zero targets in week one, Back on track, caught all nine of his targets for another 61. Two-point conversion, 13 points for him. Uh, and then it gets a little ugly for Isaac. LaVisca Chenault. <laughs> LaVisca Chenault and Terrace Marshall, who 
One of you guys was talking shit about these guys. I was talking shit about Chenault. Actually, both of them. Well, I, I like Terrence Marshall. It's just not where he took him, and he just needs wide receivers desperately. Like, all his wide receivers are kind of like dart throws. Yeah, I think when we kind of sped through the rankings last week, we saw um, a receiver is definitely where he needs the most help. And, uh, yeah, I actually like Michael Pittman a lot more, who looks like he did way better on the day. Eight for 123, it'd be... Chenault got hurt. I'd be shocked if we don't see Pittman in his lineup next week. Um, but, yeah, Chenault's negative 0.3 and Terrace Marshall 1.7. Lucky for him, Tyree Kill had probably his worst game of the last three years, it feels like. Um <laughs> Only caught three balls for 14 yards, 2.9 points on the day. Amari Cooper, also an off day, 2.4. Melvin Gordon didn't really do much, 13 for 31. He is in a pure timeshare with Javante. Right now they're 50-50 across the board, so his ceiling might be capped. Kelsey did what he does, but it was not enough because Jose, who he who should not be named, came back to earth. Two catches, <laughs> eight yards for Corey Davis. <laughs> point eight yeah miller uh miller's receivers really killed him hill cooper and Corey davis all combined for fewer than six points Damn. i play i play miller again in a few weeks and i just know Corey davis is going to show up again but i'm i'm pissed <laughs> that he had the game that i've been waiting for for four years against me and and he was on miller's team like double slap in the face <laughs> and i totally forgot he traded for him like he went from justin's team over to Jacobs and like all the things that had to happen. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Well, even with all that uh, nonsense, Miller still barely lost. It took the final game for him to lose by six. And even then, he pointed out today the he won the score? worst manager award, uh, 96 to 90. Uh, he won the worst manager award, but it's because he had Cousins and Cordell Patterson with a bunch of points and even Zach Moss. But um, yeah, I don't think we did too much predicting on here but one thing i did want to point out uh two players of isaacs castro you said last week that brandon Ayuk and trey sermon uh were being punished for breaking curfew or something like that we're a week removed trey sermon was active one carry eight yards brandon Ayuk, one catch six yards back-to-back sort of scary moments are you worried about these two i am i just it for me, I never trusted Brandon Ayuk anyways. I feel like they have a lot of talent on wide receivers, and I feel like they're not set on like just a one wide receiver, like one star wide receiver type thing. I think his offense is just, it fluctuates with whoever has like the hot end or whoever's the hot guy at the moment. So like, I don't see, and, and same thing with the running backs. It's the same story. It's whoever's the hot hand at the moment. Like there's no, there's no safe like position with the Niners. Like it's kind of a dart throw as well. So I didn't like Brendan Ayuk. I thought they had a lot more talent. I like Debo Samuels more than him. Uh, I even like, uh, if he could ever stay healthy and get on the field, I like Jalen Hurd, who was like a <laughs> wide receiver from like two years ago. And he had an awesome mm. preseason, got hurt, and he could never come back. Like, I don't think he'll ever come back. But the, I just think there's a lot better wide receivers. I even like the the one they got this, this offseason. Uh, I don't remember his name, but they got him from somewhere else, and he showed him. he showed up like week one, I think. He got like a touchdown. But it's just all of the 49ers offense. I don't I don't trust any of them. I think Kyle Shanahan is just I want to run a good offense and I don't care who gets the ball as long as we're moving it. So Dude, I would hate to be like The only actually the I, only one player I would want from that offense is Trey Lance. 
That's it. We'll see, we'll see if he ever gets on the field. Uh, I I would have said that too, although Elijah Mitchell, again, the six-round pick that mm-hmm. was not supposed to be the backup, he did have 17 carries again, so he, he got volume for the second straight week, didn't do a lot with it. But the other guy seems to be Debo. They've gotten him involved heavily the last two weeks. I would trust him over Ayuk. But for the rest of the offense, you're right, because they, they seem to get a, a million rushing yards and they get really weird, inconsistent passing yards and touchdowns. But if Debo's going to get like 100 all-purpose yards like and give you a floor of 9 or 10 points and then every once in a while he scores, like you'll take that for a, a second flex spot. But like you're saying, Ayuk pretty much not involved. Trey Sermon pretty much not involved. And then Garoppolo ran it like there's no even though this team wins and they're good there's no there's almost no single player you want because you're right it's so spread out and Shanahan doesn't give a shit who gets in the end zone he just wants to get in I mean even Kittle Jose we we skipped over that how did he do this past week I feel like I haven't heard his name much so far terrible well I think he had like four receptions um but it was like 17 yards or something like that so um Mm -hmm. I don't know I don't know if we'll ever see that Kittle from two years ago um but to your point, yeah, it's just everyone's involved in that offense, and it's really hard to trust anyone outside of right now Debo Samuel, and I don't, I don't even think that'll hold up for long. Um, so yeah, George Kittle, not a, uh, not a top ten tight end, and that's concerning. I think, I oh, think man. you know everyone's involved when uh, the fullback gets love there. <laughs> fullback gets True. a lot of like he gets these amount of work, and he gets a chant too every time he touches the ball. So. Does he? What's his name? The juice, the juicy egg. Why do you like the juice? They, they call him the juice. Use juice, 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 juice check, right? Use check. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> moving on, moving on. Next matchup: Jacob v. Scott. Big bounce back game for Jacob after losing to William in Week One. Uh, not only did he come back and win, he came back in the biggest blowout of the week and scored the highest point total for the week, which, as he learned, earned him the $20 weekly payout. Last week it was you, Castro. This week it's Jacob. Uh, glad to see if he spread around, because I feel like year one it was like me, Jose, and Miller that just kind of kept rotating. Uh, but funny enough, Greg randomly won one. So, like, uh, Jacob's team is no stranger to going off, and I think it's thanks to the likes of uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jones, there you go. Um, and, yeah, this time Aaron Jones... Uh, just like Jones. you and I said, Castro, Packers bounced back uh, against the Lions. William, do you remember? Was it you and your brother? Would y'all say? Yeah, you bet. You said, took the under. You said Rodgers. I said two or under. I did say that. Zero points. Zero points for you. Yeah, yep. got that one wrong. Never doubt. Rodgers. <laughs> That's pretty much what he was saying yeah, in the interview. <laughs> you know, Aaron Rodgers looked really skinny now. Y'all notice that? He looks kind of... He doesn't look like the normal Aaron Rodgers. I felt like maybe he lost arm strength because I didn't see any of the game on Sunday when he shit a game. But I saw him walk out uh, Monday night and I was like, man, he looks super like skinny and like a lengthy person. Like Maybe he did lose it for a second and then a couple <laughs> quarters go around. Nope, never mind. <laughs> William's a clown. Uh, oh, I'm a clown. Yeah. Cut that hillbilly hair. Yeah. I can't yeah, speak to that. The the closest thing I could give you to agree with is I think I think Michelle says he has no butt. So <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I think I think that counts as agreeing with you. We have to ask my brother to confirm that. Yeah. 
Fonz the ass man. Yeah. Not America's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I gave the numbers, but Jacob, 145 to Scott's 81. Pretty heavy win. All the start shit we talked about doesn't really matter. There was not 70 points to be made up there. But, yeah, big-time bounce back for all Packers involved. Rodgers with 26 points, four touchdowns on the day. Uh, Aaron Jones with uh, four of his own touchdowns, one rushing, uh, three receiving. And over 100 all-purpose yards. 35 points, second probably to only Derrick Henry on the day without looking him. I think that's it. Sure. Um, that was a lot of it. I mean, those two guys alone had almost 60, and and, and Scott's whole team had 80. So just with those two, uh, I think we predicted Tom Brady getting Mike Evans back involved. Hey, yeah, William, how are big. those wide receivers I gave him? Basura. Uh, how are they looking? Oh, Let that's me see trash. how he does next week. Let's see. Go back to- <laughs> Let's just keep waiting till I'm right. <laughs> Revisit it. He'll go back to reality, dude. He'll go back to his two points. Ooh, William. He'll go back. Don't worry. Uh, five for 75 and two touchdowns for Evans for 19 points. Terry McLaurin, we saw, had a good game on the Thursday game. Uh, the, and even rookie Jamar Chase, he only caught two balls, but one was a long touchdown, 54 yards. Finds the end zone again, back-to-back games, I guess. What? Tell me who's next. DJ Shark? Or how, many, how many points did he put up? That's, you're just waiting. Know, <laughs> just waiting. You're right. So good. He's so good. You, you know, you haven't been like right He's yet because so every week good. one of them goes off. So He's you so say good. I gave him trash receivers, but there's not one week where they're all just duds. Mm. DJ Shark is so good, dude. <laughs> Uh, in in essence, since he did swap him the four for the one as well, he also, I mean, Jamar Chase is kind of included in that because that's who ended up being the four pick. Huh? I didn't right? give him the four, though. Oh, Justin did. Yeah. No. Well, then never mind. Uh, yeah, Chark off day, but the entire Jaguars had an off day. One catch, 19 yards. Not very pretty, but again, didn't matter. Uh, so many players went off that he ended up with 145. And another one, I remember we said, we all said we would put in Tampa's defense against Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> turned out to be the wrong call. Six sacks and a fumble uh, Buffalo caused against Miami in a 35 nothing win, 16 points for their defense. Meanwhile, Tampa... They put uh, up oh, more. Wait. <laughs> Tampa had 19. They put We're up right more. still. Yeah. Barely. Just because of the freaking wow. two pick two six. Touchdowns. Yeah. Well... We were right. <laughs> Barely. We were right. Right is right. Right is um, right. I think, yeah, I don't remember the conversation about Connor again. It doesn't It doesn't really matter this year. The one thing I will say or will ask about uh, for anyone who might have an opinion, is it, is Hollywood Brown starting to become a thing? Is he real? I don't know. I like Hollywood Brown. I just don't like the situation he's in. I don't like the Ravens. I would have said the same because there's games where they feels like they don't throw it all, they don't get targets, but like every week, like dating back to last year, it just seems like he keeps finding a way to to get points. What did he, he put up last done. week? Uh, six catches for sixty nine yards, but he scored so thirteen point four and then seventeen point three this week. Interesting. Jacob has way too many wide receivers. Yeah, thanks to your ass. Got <laughs> depth. <laughs> I had a lot of good wide receivers. I had to trade them in. Hmm. 
Yeah, he's actually got a problem. Even in the league with an extra flex where you can start four, he has too many wide receivers because Hollywood Brown with his 17 points on uh, 17.3 was on the bench. <clears throat> so he's going to probably be choosing between Chark and Brown if if he can keep this up. But yeah, that's just my question is I I kind of wrote him off cuz I write off all the uh Ravens receivers, but he he keeps performing. So is this real? I like him only right now too. Like I want to see when they get all their wide receivers back. See how it is. I want to see Bateman. Uh, yeah. We're not going to see him. He's though. coming back. Oh. He's not coming in like to mid season, I would imagine. Oh, you have him, don't uh, you? Yeah. Nah, I take it back. He sucks. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 Get his name off the screen. Or it is. Not, not Hollywood. Hollywood? No. Oh, sorry. Because <laughs> you're looking at the trade. Uh, I was trying to remember what happened there because even some of those guys got moved into another trade. Um, going over to Scott's side, uh, Matt Stafford, decent day, 17 points. Uh, Montgomery, okay. Just, Scott had the problem that sort of I had. Just people were doing okay, but no one really blew up the way an Aaron Jones or an Aaron Rodgers did. Just sort of modest production. Eight for Montgomery, 12 for Harris. Did y'all see that run from Harris where he like bulldozed like three or four guys that was awesome. on his way to the end zone? Yeah. Yeah. I did it looked, not. It looked that. good. Crazy run. Crazy like, run. Dived in there. Um, Allen Robinson only caught two balls but he did score still kind of quiet with eight points robert woods quiet day like nobody else broke 10 elijah mitchell he ended up getting the start for scott had 17 carries but not a lot with him just 42 yards and uh no touchdowns and yeah just a lot of five three five six it it happens it'll happen to all of us at some point just a rough rough day all around and luckily it it didn't really matter too much because Isaac or because Jacob scored a million points. So, yeah, yeah, and, and it's it's it not true. it's not Scott's fault. Like that's that's just super bad luck to go up against Jacob's team and to have them do you know what they did and all the starts Scott made. I would have done the same. Like I wouldn't have swapped anyone out. So it's just really bad luck that you know they're all having these mediocre performances and he had to play Jacob who you know has had that stack with the Aaron's on the Packers right. So. Uh, Hang in there, man. Yeah. That's that that that's rough. I think the only the only swap I I think I called it last time too, and I wanted was a Devin Singletary. I think I just have more faith in him. I think he's super efficient. I don't know, like he is small, but I think he's just an efficient running back. I like him, so I think I would have put him in in place of one of those flex spots. That's it, though. Yeah, I think you did end up saying that, and uh, he did put up fifteen on the day, but. Again, uh, this is just one of those weeks. Every once in a while, you run into a buzzsaw, and it doesn't really matter what you do. You just you just take your loss and hope for better next week. In a way, it's a good thing that Scott's team didn't go off because it's the only thing worse than getting blown out is losing one forty five to one forty. So you're like the second highest scoring team, and yeah, that come sucks. through. Uh, all right, so that takes uh, Jacob. Sorry, Jose. I, I don't. I forget the order of these things. You don't have any like numbers or anything to to recap with any of these guys afterwards, do you? No, no, I don't. Okay. Um. I, yeah, I think we usually save that for the preview, but I just couldn't remember. Um. But that does give Jacob his first ever win as a member of the Dynasty Ooh, League. Congratulations, and, Jacob! Right. He does it in grand fashion by <laughs> taking twenty bucks Smart. home with him. William, I don't even think you've done that. Ooh. 
twenty dollars or the championship? <laughs> God, you would have nothing without those. <laughs> I hope you know. As soon as we run out of room on this belt, your name is the first one coming off. No, it's not. <laughs> take those pieces are yes, ever going to stay is. on there? Uh, I will try to petition. Uh, no one will sign it. <laughs> oh, I get people. I get mad at you to sign it. <laughs> he doesn't even like you. I'll send you a ring. Pop. He's moved on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, that does take up to one and one, and bring Scott down to zero oh and two. I think I skipped that stat for uh, Miller. Uh, Miller's one and one, and Isaac improved two and zero, oh, undefeated on the year. That's all your right, cousin, Castro. I see him. <laughs> Moving on to the next one, Warwick v. Justin. In one of the closer matches of the day, uh, Justin got a little bit close towards the end with Robert Tanyan. Uh, good call on the touchdown there, but he unfortunately needed a second one and it never came through as Warwick held on to win. In a close one, 105 to 97.2. Uh, the big stars here, Mahomes v. Lamar Jackson, who actually played each other in real life. Uh, crazy game on that on that front, did you guys watch that? Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. It was a good game. I just, I'm I'm looking at Lamar Jackson's stat line right now. And, ugh, ridiculous. He ran, so, dude. He ran so much. I know. Look at that. Sixteen carries for 107 yards and two rushing touchdowns. And watching like the highlights of that game, where they just sort of showed you the best moments of the fourth quarter, they it felt like a game of Madden, honestly, where the Chiefs were just. They knew they were going to win. They were just kind of dicking around. Like, Mahomes is falling, like, trying to throw a ball sideways. It gets intercepted. Like, oh, no big deal. Like, well, you know, we'll have time. Get the ball back. And the Ravens' offense was really just Lamar hiking it and running it. Like, they, yeah. <laughs> that was all they had as the game was winding down. And then still the Chiefs are like, ah, oh, we're good, we're good. And then the running back fumbles, which has literally happened to me in Madden when I think I'm fine, and then just the unthinkable turnover <laughs> happens to it. Oh, fuck. Still good, still good. We got timeouts. And then Lamar Jackson goes for it and converts on the fourth. You're like, oh, shit. I guess I just was <laughs> fucking around over. for too long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I swear, like, I, I felt like I was the Chiefs just living out uh, a Madden nightmare because it really still felt like they were in control of that game. It, if they had punted, I believe the Chiefs would have gone down and, and still gotten that field goal. But uh, credit to, to Lamar to just ran his way through that, uh, through that defensive front and got those guys the win. Outscored Mahomes in fantasy as well, 32-24. to 24. Uh, Unfortunately, that was one of the few spots where Justin had the edge. Um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who, man, I, I do not like, and he is off to a rough start. Um, 7.2 and 2.6. He had a late fumble that cost his team the game. Uh, 2.6 on the day. I think I just said that, but Daryl Henderson showed up again, gave, uh, work 14. DJ Moore found the end zone for 14. T Higgins, courtesy of Fonz, uh, got in the end zone again, gave Scott 10. Darren Waller didn't get his usual 19 targets, but <laughs> he did get 65. Uh, Ronald Jones, who I did say to bench, I, I don't trust that guy, uh, off day. Marvin Jones, on the other hand, six catch, 11 times. I did not know this guy was even in the league, let alone a Jaguar, but he, he might be a thing this year. That's, uh, two good games in a row, uh, 13.7 and 11.5. I doubted him. I remember specifically. I was like, that guy, <laughs> nah, <laughs> switch him out. <laughs> 
It's only because he scarred William before. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of did. He kind of did. <laughs> oh, yeah, he scarred all of us. That was the Thanksgiving debacle. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so I'm so sleepy. It's, I just I was <laughs> my eyes were heavy and I was just I was trying to add somebody and I accidentally hit drop. Backstories, dude. <laughs> I remember. You're a clown, William. I remember. Um, actually, a large part of why Justin was in the game was his kicker, 17 points. Oh my from gosh. His kicker. God. He was the second leading scorer behind Lamar. Nobody else broke double digits except. Who's his kicker? Stefan Carlson from the Raiders. Okay. Mm-mm. William, the kicker guru. Um, how did I miss this? Yeah. <laughs> Isaac tried to pay a dollar for Coog. And I was like, nah, he's been used up already, dog. Somebody else. <laughs> uh, Justin ran into what I think he's going to struggle with all year, which is like trying to start the right player. Tony Pollard, like, is he borderline like flex material I, at this point? Dude, the I way that you've so. been utilizing them, I, yeah, I think so too. Same. He's he's had heavy involvement. He only had four points in week one, but he did have seven touches, four catches. This time they got him on 34% of the snaps. He had 13 rushing attempts, broke 100 yards, three more catches for 30. I mean, he put up 20. I don't know if he'll do that again the rest of the year, but it's not crazy to think he could end up with six or so touchdowns by the time the season's done. No, I like him, actually. I would have had him still probably on my team, but the stupid taxi thing came a week too late. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Le'Veon Bell is probably not going to happen. I don't think he's going to be a thing. <laughs> no. Uh, based on what we've seen. His little thumbnail still has the Jets, <laughs> has the Jets <laughs> uniform because they don't have one of him in the other one. Uh but yeah, outside of that, uh, another good sign from his rookie, Rondell Moore, seven for eight, 114 yards. Yeah. Uh, from what I understand, they're just getting it to him close to the line of scrimmage and, and letting him go. So, uh, yeah, tough game of roulette for Justin trying to figure out who to start in these lineups. But yeah, if he ever not, unlocks it. Let's not give him crap, right? Because some of us had that issue last year. Well, Rondell Moore is a rookie, to be fair. <laughs> this is his second Tony game. Tony Pollard's not a rookie. Ever. <laughs> but, like, Tony Pollard's a backup, so this is just, like, something to think about. Like, I, I think the guys he started are probably who you should have started, but now it's just becoming more murky because all these guys, Cedric Wilson, Robbie Anderson, even the tight ends, Robert Tanyan, Devontae Smith, like, that's – there's not enough profile on these guys. It's that's going to be tough. Surprise Robert Tanyan got a touchdown. That's all he does. He does a score. Um, but yeah, with that all being said, Warwick has advanced to join the ranks of the undefeated teams, officially in second place at the moment. And Justin drops to 0 2, uh, joining Scott and Michelle, who we've covered. But let's go to the other 0 team, hey, really 0 2 team, who we haven't covered. Sorry, what's up, Jose? Do y'all think, or would y'all be concerned? If you had Justin's running backs, like looking at his crew, Josh Jacobs, CEH, uh, Antonio Gibson, would you be concerned? Like, would you would you start trying to sell them off or sell one, see what you can get? Because I know I would. I don't like either of them, and maybe I just go off a name alone when I <laughs> like when I decide who I want to keep, who I want to draft, who I want to sign from the waivers. But 
a large part of it is the name and, and whether it's sexy or not sexy, I don't I, I sign based off that, but also performance. And I just don't like him. I don't like any of them. I don't I think, think Gibson's gonna be, be a bell cow. CEH is Oh got finished. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. And then Josh Jacobs. I just I just I just I just don't know about him. But I'm just thinking like if I had the team, what would I do? And I, I would be panicking. I don't think he should panic right now. I think he'll be fine. Uh, the thing, I don't like the running backs either. I'm not super excited about them, but like they're all in pretty decent situations. Like Clyde Edwards, Alaire, for as shitty as he is, that offense is still going to move down the field. Like I think he'll still get opportunities Like in the pass game. Uh, the Gibson, uh, I still think that defense is going to be good. Like if they could just get ahead. That's the only issue, like, figure out the QB. And then Josh Jacobs, the Raiders are actually a pretty good team, too, once he gets healthy. So I don't think it's time to panic. I don't think you sell right now. I think you hold up. I think they'll have better days. I would try to sell eventually, though, sooner than later. I don't think I'd keep these for the long haul. But right now, I wouldn't be panicking. No. Well, the good thing is they're they're all pretty young. So, like, that, I think that's what makes the price tag so high on them is, like, don't lose hope on them. Like for me, just personally, I don't like them. I would sell them if they were on my team, but I think them being so young, um, that's why they, in my opinion, should have a high price tag. But just man, I don't, I don't like them. I love no, you, I Justin. I just don't you. like I don't, them. I don't like, I don't like, I don't like compared. Like I wouldn't go target these running backs, but they're not like. It's not like you have like who's a person. It's not like Will's running backs. Ah. <laughs> It's not like Michelle at running back. You, you, you got to establish a baseline. Yeah, that's good. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say it's an, it's it's like in the middle. I don't want to go too much longer because we got two more games to get through. But, um, Jose, I have told Justin this exact same thing when we talk about it at work. I'm not a fan of CEH. Uh, the very first game I ever saw him play, I saw him get stuffed at the goal line five times. I was like, oh, that's this guy's, that's this guy's role. He can't punch it in. Not to mention they love to run backwards trick plays where the fullback throws a touchdown to Pat Mahomes and all this bullshit on the goal line or Mahomes runs it in himself. So I don't I think you know what I compare him to is actually maybe even a slightly worse Devin Singletary. <laughs> That's sort of how I look at him. because uh, they're not throwing him the ball at all, which is people thought he'd be like Kareem Hunt like. Uh he's not been anything close to that. So not a fan. I do believe in Antonio Gibson. I think the team's just been off to a bit of a rocky start, but he was really good last year, and they're giving him more carries than they did. Um, I think he'll be okay. Josh Jacobs, yeah, I'm with you on that one too, especially when they signed Kenyon Drake, and the guy seems to be made of glass at this point when yeah. when they're listing him on the injury report as in, as everything, <laughs> like everything hurts. Uh, I, I don't love it. He'll He's, I don't know. I would actually compare him to the other Buffalo guy. He's like a little better Zach Moss. Like he's going <laughs> to not get a ton of yards, but he might get the goal line work. So you could luck into one or two touchdowns every now and then. So, uh, yeah, I'm with you. But what can he do? They're, I think most people feel this way, so he can't get a lot of return on him. And they were all first-round picks. Yeah, yeah. I remember last year looking at those running backs. I was like, oh, you know, he has a solid, you know, good running backs. Like he has nothing to worry about. But now that the season started, it's like, oh. Definitely concern for sure. So. I think it's too early. It's two weeks. Yeah, I think you hold. Weeks. I think it, yeah. Two yeah, you definitely have to hold. I don't think he has an option. <laughs> I don't have the drive, Castro. All right, let's get it. this shit over with. Second to last <laughs> matchup <laughs> involves <laughs> some of the people. 
involved and Castro, you edged me out 105.14 to my 93.2, improving your record uh, to a, the perfect undefeated 2-0. Currently in first place in the points tiebreaker. Uh, drops me to 0-2. I'm something like 10th place or so. And on to the next game. We go to... Good job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't want to talk about uh, it either, Mario. No, I mean, uh, honestly, like, by the time the new games were starting, I was kind of looking at the projections, which you should never fucking do. I was like, oh, they, they still have me winning, even though I didn't have I didn't have the sexiest afternoon. It took Tom Brady and Gronk about five minutes to completely <laughs> flip that because... Brady went directly to Gronk twice, it, definitely in the first half, maybe even the first quarter. Uh, it was like the first, it? yeah, it was the first drive, I think. Yeah, definitely. Like, was. I didn't even have time to, like, find the game. And I got, like, a <laughs> Gronk, to, <laughs> Brady to Gronk uh, touchdown notification. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tom Brady went, fucking Brady had five touchdown passes. They had, I think all, they have nine touchdowns on the year, all passing. I, I I believe Brady is playing his own Madden where he's like, yeah, I mean, I only got so many years left. I'm ready in first. I'm going to pad my stats. Fuck you, Leonard Fournette. You have plenty more years to run this in. These are mine. So he's just taking them all. <laughs> I, I agree with you, I think. And Bruce Arian loves it. I think Bruce Arian lets his, like, QBs just sling it. Like, look at Jameis Winston. 30 interceptions yeah. didn't scare him. So yeah, like, I think, yeah. I think he's like, go on, Brady. <laughs> Do what you need to do. <laughs> Go do your thing and score his touchdowns. Yeah, you're uh, yeah. I think the offense is gelling really well too. Like, oh, it, they look scary good to me. At They're least. clicking. And honestly, what I love, even though you know it's popular to hate on Tom Brady and kind of be over it, post game, I saw his post game press conference where they won forty eight to twenty five. I think, and they're like, "What do you think about what you're seeing?" He's like, "We could be better." So it's just <laughs> always raising the bar, and I just forget personality or or you know legacy or history like that attitude love it like gotta respect it that's why he is who he is uh but yep he he tom braided me that old fuck's like 44 he dropped 29 points <laughs> against me and of course uh gronk only caught four balls but two of them were for touchdowns so he dropped another 15 on me and honestly that was the difference i only lost by 12 um because i did beat you in the running back matchup for the day, uh, Bixon got a pretty good workload again with 20 carries, but uh, not super efficient, only 69 yards and another catch for two, 7.1. Jonathan Taylor fails to find the end zone for the second straight game. Uh, are you worried at all about the Colts' offense, especially with Carson Wentz going down? No, I'm not worried because I don't think Carson Wentz even made that big of a difference. I think Carson Wentz is just bad now. Like, if you watch, I don't know if y'all watch any of the games, but like, he just, he's so dead set on not throwing if he's up outside of the pocket. He'll try to run. And it upsets me because I feel like there's not even like, I feel like there's like a tight end or a wide receiver as he's running up that's open and he's like pointing, block for me. Like throw him the ball, get the yards <laughs> there, and, and then like that's Come why. Here you, now. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I'm not worried about the Jonathan Taylor thing uh, only because uh, it was the Rams. I mean, I don't think any other running back would have gotten in. But what I did like is uh, they gave him like four shots at it, almost or three shots at the at the touchdown yeah. in the goal line. Maybe oh, four. Oh, I attempts. remember watching that. I was so annoying. Yeah, yeah, but like it's it's the Rams. It's it's Aaron Donald and the Rams. Like it's not 
I don't see Hines or Mac or anyone else getting that touchdown in, so I'm not worried about it. I still like what I saw from week one. Uh, this week he still and this week too he also like juked out or I think it was a spin move I don't know if y'all saw that like Aaron Donald had him dead to rights and he just like shimmied him and like bam like just bursted out of there for like 10, 10 yards so I'm not worried it was just a really good defense he still put up fifty point or five points which is like the bare minimum I think for a player to put up so I think he'll have better games it's just a tough matchup. Yeah, he will start scoring, but I I think I saw a stat that the Colts had no rushing touchdowns for the first two games. You kind of you kind of wash it away with uh, with the Rams, but first game against Seattle, only seventeen for fifty six, no touchdowns. Uh, he did catch a lot more balls in the first game though, uh, for sixty. So, yeah, he's still young. Uh, he's still going to get the volume, and he's got Tennessee, Miami, Baltimore, Houston coming up. Those are all teams you can run on, at least from the early data. So. They'll be fine. Uh, for me, my running backs did show up a little more, 14 for Cook and 15. Even though Cook, Jesus Christ, I feel like he left the game like four times. I with know, injuries. Yeah. so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't sit down. Uh, and then the matchup of the week, Justin Jefferson oh, conquers DeAndre Hopkins. Six catches, 65 yards, yeah. and a touchdown for my boy Jay Jeff. And four for 54 and a touchdown for Hopkins. Hopkins loses by, might as well be a million, uh, 12.5. <laughs> you wish. To 11.4. Uh, yeah, I mean. I have the real Vikings those... wide receiver. Oh, here we go. Uh, look at the here bench. Uh, now you don't want to look at Hopkins. Yeah. I know, I know Hopkins actual numbers don't mean shit to you. <laughs> the yeah. numbers are right there. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Which one? Just tell me which one's higher between these two numbers. We're going to see at the end of the season, you clown. Uh, we saw at the end of last season. Didn't matter. <laughs> Didn't matter to you. Uh, AJ Brown and DK Metcalf, the Ole Miss boys, uh, both kind of slow starts to the year. Actually, uh, I, I saw the AJ Brown, and he just dropped a lot of balls. Like He dropped a bad one. He dropped he like a, a there's like three, I think, where he dropped, and you know, I was like, whoa. Yeah uncharacteristic like yeah they actually red zone cut right to that play just in time for me to see him drop one of those big passes <laughs> I was pretty fucking annoyed uh yeah uh, I think they'll both be fine in the long run just just not happening I mean nine targets for Brown and 11 for Metcalf like it's coming although I think you said Metcalf might have a little hamstring thing that's bugging him he has a calf injury injury right now in the yeah, it was it was like week one, and they didn't they never put it on the injury report like on sleeper, but like apparently the practice the last practice before the first game he should he got that, and so like mm-hmm. I don't you guys probably don't pay attention, but he's not running that many deep routes. He's running more of the short routes and just like intermediate routes. So, so I think he'll be better. Yeah, as the season goes on, not worried about he's him healthy. either. Uh, you won the tight end matchup, Gronk over Andrews. Andrews. Kind of off to a slow start. Like, he's getting targets, but if he doesn't score, I don't know, tight end possession outside of Kelsey and apparently Gronk and Waller uh, is just not is not pretty. Actually, you know what? Seems like Hawkinson might have his breakout year. I think this is his third season, and he's off to a, a good start even with Goff. Yeah, he's looking good. Uh, CD, man, watching. I watched a lot of that Cowboys game. He's just going to get involved. They're going to find ways to put ball the ball in his hand. The way Amari Cooper, I always said Amari's too easy to shut down. Uh, Cedric Wilson has a three to nothing. Michael Gallup didn't play. I don't see any way 
with the way I saw them force like manufacturing touches for CD, I don't see any way he doesn't get involved every week. Like he's he's gonna have a certain floor, and he didn't break ten, but he did have uh, nine receptions, or I'm sorry, nine targets and eight catches and even a carry. And then that, that stupid like end of half play. Did you see that? Yeah. He got like thirty five <laughs> yards and oh man, yeah, and uh, just tosses he. Yeah, he was dead to rights in that play. He like shook out, or he didn't shake him off, but like he just faked him out. He like, like spun different. out of it and yeah. went completely across the field. Yep. I didn't and know he was that watched... fast. I didn't know like he had that He's kind quick, of speed. Man. He's quick. As a Cowboy fan, I love it. But uh, as someone who plays Does fantasy it. with you and you having him in Dynasty, <laughs> I don't love it. The guy who doesn't appreciate it. <laughs> Woo! I love it. Uh, and then in the Battle of the Rookies, Najee Harris versus my Javante Williams. Unfortunately for me, my guy is still on a timeshare with that old fuck Todd Gurley, or uh, Melvin Gordon. Gordon, sorry. Uh, Najee had a much better game than his first one. Uh, 10 for 38, not great, but he caught five balls for 43 and a touchdown. Pass catching back was part of the perk, and in this case, it paid off as he put up 14 I, to my 7.4. I just want to say real quick, did y'all see the... Uh... The highlight where he stiffed armed the shit out of the oh, Raiders yeah. defender, uh, Abram. Abram. Oh, I yeah. love that it was him, too, because that guy talks a lot of shit. <laughs> he does. Right, and Hard Knocks. I, yes. I told Fonz the same thing. That's the kid who was running his mouth, and, like, you know that's going to be in the film room for the Steelers for the rest of the year. <laughs> Just threw him. It's <laughs> <laughs> a rookie coming and doing that to you, too. I told you Javante would not score a touchdown this week, dude. I just want to say I was right. And you should probably sell Javante Williams because you don't want to be in that game, bro. So, you're an idiot, William. Okay. We'll see. Wow. We'll see, dog. You're still going to be at 50% share for the next two, three years. <laughs> it's a contract year for Gurley. Uh, Gordon. Yeah. Back. yeah, and they're going to sign him it. again. Yeah, Gordon. They're going to sign him again. <laughs> they're not going to re-sign him, dude. This, this, this kid has played two games ever, and they've already cut Gordon's workload in half. I don't have time to explain how this game works. Okay. To you. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> All right. Anything else anybody wants to say? Castro, I don't think we play again for the uh, rest of the year. Or, Yeah, I think if we see each other again, it'll be in the postseason. <laughs> well, I'll see you next year. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> wow. I'm going to yeah, miss the playoffs. Uh, okay. uh, I like him, actually. Uh, yeah, I think he's a decent wide receiver. Only because he yeah, gets a lot of attention uh, taken away from by like the other two idiots. <laughs> if Thielen ever retires and this kid keeps it up, you might have found something there. He's looked good so far in Osborne. All right, moving on. Anything? Any final words here, Castro? Nope. Good game, Mario. Good match. You know what I will say? I am really suffering from Deshaun Watson being a pervert. I really <laughs> thought I could stream and get somebody out of here to just step in. Maddie Ryan gave me seven week one. Roethlisberger gave me 13. I have 21 points combined from my QBs in the first two weeks. Brady had 29 this week alone. So <laughs> uh, definitely suffering from that. Teddy, two gloves. I got him there. Wouldn't for have been you. enough. It would have been an eight point difference. And I just would have lost I'm, my four. I'm instead. saying for the future, I give him to you for cheap. No, you can roster him for the rest of your fucking life. I don't want to <laughs> waste the spot. Then you lose because of your QB. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got a new one coming. Got a new one coming. You just wait. All right. And then the headline matchup of the week, the Alas Bowl. William, we had your brother in last week to preview game of the week. I invited him back onto this episode today to oh. face the music. 
He declined. Of course. <laughs> said he would rather not. Uh, as you beat him in a shootout, 73 <laughs> to 90.8. Uh, I hope you're proud of this one, William. Win's a win, dude. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Win's a win. Uh, the guy he traded you, Justin Herbert, did outperform Dak. Dak just Dak just had a pretty off game. Uh, fourteen to seven in favor of Herbert. Your boy, Chris Carson, came through. Only thirty-one yards rushing, but he found the end zone twice for fifteen. That's what he does, man. Mm. He produces. Oh Those. no. Through, dude. <laughs> uh, he outproduced Kamara. Kamara, Jesus Christ! Dude. Who are the Saints? Are they the team that blew out the Packers Seriously. thirty-eight to three, or are the they the team that lost twenty-six to seven? To I was Carolina? shocked that he didn't put up twenty points. He had eight carries for five yards, four Jesus. catches for twenty-five, three points on the day. Rough Jacob day, day. looking like a genius this week. <laughs> Uh, in the battle of the Lions running backs, DeAndre Swift did outscore Jamal Williams, 7.8 to 3.7. Uh, Brandon Cooks, second night solid game in a row for you. I, like I told you, someone's got to catch it, and they threw him the ball 14 times. Although he does have a rookie throwing him the ball for the yeah, next few weeks, it I'm seems. Concerned. Are you worried? Yes. Yep. yes I am. <laughs> uh, am I going to sit him? Probably not, but I'm <laughs> worried for sure. Yeah, you might not have a choice there. Uh, he barely edged out Chris Godwin for Fonz. Godwin saw a game, 62 yards in the touchdown. Uh, and then Fonz's heavy hitter, Tyler Lockett, Mr. Boomer Bust, uh, 178 guy. yards receiving and a touchdown. He does it again. Yep. Uh, I know you were probably watching when he broke off that long touchdown reception. I did. And <laughs> I remember listening to the episode, and my brother was close to like sitting Tyler Lockett. He was like, I might sit him. I think this is going to be a best week for him. And I guess he never did that. So I don't think, I think this is going to be consistent as long as DK is like injured. Or Underneath. While, yeah. Like, yeah, he's a deep guy now. Like, hmm. I think that's what's going to happen. So my brother should start him every week. Probably I bet for now, like until yeah. DK gets better, like because yeah, because DK, I'm 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 assuming most defenses prepare for DK, and like they're not mm. really they may might wake up now, but yeah, it was a good yeah. it's a good start for that. They're preparing for Russ, man, Russ, they let him cook. That's what they're preparing for. <laughs> <laughs> Russ is uh, part of the equation, yes, but. <laughs> The receiver on your side, William, we asked, is this finally the year for Mike Williams? The Chargers-Cowboys game did not turn out to be the shootout, I thought, but Mike Williams still had 10 targets and 91 yards and a touchdown, 15 points, second straight solid game. Uh, he might be a thing. Hope so. Absolutely. He's looking good. He's looking good. Well, I got you do Herbert not trade and, this man. And I won't. I won't. I won't. <laughs> I, got, I like the Herbert and Mike Williams uh, combo. And... A little now and then. I'll, I'll throw you a little Keenan Allen touchdown, dude, so it's okay. Oh, appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, yeah, good for Mike Williams. I remember for a while there, William, two years ago, you and I were just playing on again, off again with him. Like yes. One of us would cut him because we needed space, and the other one would grab him, and yeah. then we'd just get over it and then cut him. And Every time one of the other one grabbed him, I could sense they were like, ah, fuck. <laughs> the other one got him again. Yeah. I remember uh, that. You. <laughs> 
you are the last man standing though and it seems to finally be paying off freaking the the Corey davis effect maybe we can change it to mike williams so so we don't upset you every time jose we call it the mike williams effect <laughs> hey, hold on. Yeah. I, I would really appreciate that thank you don't put that juju on mike williams dude <laughs> well the juju is that it's somebody who just took forever to finally become something uh, and Mike Williams, we've been waiting for a while. This is his fifth year. Yeah, right on pace. <laughs> Jeez, he is only 26, though. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's he just never clicked with Rivers for some reason. He might have found something with Herbert. Uh, Gusecki bounced back from his donut, three for 41. Would have loved a touchdown, but you'll take it because Higby had one catch for eight yards. This tight end just sucks so much. Um. <laughs> Edmonds and Sterling Shepard pretty much cancel each other out. 8.5 for Shepard, 7.5 for Edmonds. Um, the start of the yeah, week. I don't know. How do you feel about him at this point? What was that? How do you feel about him at this point? Chase Edmonds? I still love him. I still like him. Do you love him or do you like him? Mm. <laughs> I like him. Hmm. Uh, Antonio Brown came back down to earth and I this might be a Tom Brady thing like if he doesn't get you involved in one week he'll come back at you so Antonio had week one Mike Evans had week two does AB come back in week three you weren't scared of the matchup with Atlanta but he only played 44% of the snap did he get hurt oh yeah I didn't notice that I think they just didn't need him Mm. because they were ahead of the whole time hmm well, they're playing the Rams. You got to think, I don't know. You might want to do your homework on that to see who Ramsey is uh, kind of shadow. Not Antonio that's, Brown. That's Mike <clears throat> Evans. Evans or uh, Godwin or uh, <laughs> Antonio Brown. They or got so many freaking weapons. Gronkowski. No, it won't be Gronkowski. That's going to be a good game. I didn't realize Tampa and the Rams were playing this week. Yeah, that's going to be good. That one. Uh, and then defenses were pretty much a wash. Same with kickers. So. Uh, not a whole lot of drama. Your boy, Tyler Taylor Heineke, we already talked about on Thursday. And uh, Michael on. Carter from Little Promise. Hold on. Why, why did Hold we on. skip over the fact that Vaughn started Anthony Schwartz based off Castro's recommendation, and Anthony Schwartz did nothing? Yes. Nothing. That is true. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> Thank you, Deez. I do I remember hearing he that. he wasn't starting him already. And you were like, you should start him. He's a stud. I like I didn't say he was a stud. I just you said did. I liked him when, it, when I saw Go him. Go listen to the podcast, dude. I did not say stud. I just said he was a burner. And I thought like they were going to be throwing on the Houston Texans. Who knew the Houston Texans were going to be decent? <laughs> I'm going to go back and find what was said. And we'll see if it makes on to the next episode. Uh, but yeah, sorry, Jose, you're right. I got so caught up on Antonio Brown, I did not notice the Anthony Schwartz goose eggs, no catches on one target in a game uh, they had to throw because they lost 31-21. Um, I'm sorry, Cleveland did throw, but Jarvis Landry was out. They lost their, and Odell was out. In a game they lost their top two receivers, Schwartz still only got one target. Oh, maybe don't listen to you next time. <laughs> one time. Uh, but... That's all I really got for this one. William, you joined the ranks of the undefeated at 2-0, and and I think Jose gave us a stat heading into that last week. The last time William went 2-0, and what was it, Jose? 
Uh, the last time Will started 2-0 was back in when we started this league in 2015, and he went on to win his first championship. <laughs> uh, right on cue, he got kicked out of the room, so I'm so glad we don't have to hear his reaction to that. I'm not. I'm leaving that as is right there. Yeah, well, this is awkward timing uh, because I really was going to wrap it up. The last stat I wanted to show was sort of what you guys can see here, the points for, points against. Uh, but William is kind of the punchline of that one, and uh, he's not in here to see it. So I don't know. What do we do? This could be a break right here. Can you give him a second? Yeah, give yeah, him a so. second. There he is. Literally a second. That was awesome. There he is. Can you handle your shit, William? Back. <laughs> so close. Fuck it. Right. Send this off. <laughs> yeah. Well, for uh, Jose and Jose, thanks for recapping week two. Sorry, Maddie G. There probably won't be a third episode this week, but we will be back to preview. And William's opponent next week is Michelle, so might get her in to talk about her matchup there. Uh, don't worry, Castro. I'll try and edit that one <laughs> just in case. <laughs> It goes too long. Uh, but we will be back in a couple days. Um, Jose, glad to have you back. Happy to be back. Castro, congrats on your win. Thank you. Good game, Mario. I'll see you in playoffs. You, you will see me in playoffs. Don't think I'm scared by this 0-2. And William, just give us give us a nice little wave. Give us a little wave. Later, everyone. Uh, Later. See ya.